It's time for the KHNS Local News. I'm Brandon Wilkes. Today in the news, more information on the deadly crash that cost Eugene Peltola's life is released, and a federal grant is helping to steer some southeast fishing boats away from diesel engines. Those stories up next on the KHNS Local News. Congresswoman Mary Peltola's husband was flying a plane filled with more than 500 pounds of moose meat and antlers at the time of his fatal crash. That's according to a preliminary report released last month by the National Transportation Safety Board. Eugene Peltola Jr., who went by Buzzy, died after the Piper Super Cub crashed on September 12th near St. Mary's in western Alaska. The report provides new details about what happened before the crash and Peltola's death as he waited for rescue. But NTSB Alaska Chief Clint Johnson says the report does not include a cause for the crash. Investigators are still looking at multiple factors, including how the plane was loaded. But right now we're still looking and trying to find the maintenance records for this aircraft. Uh, We're in the process of doing that working with family. So we don't don't really know whether there was a, a loading issue or not. According to the report, Peltolo was flying a second load of moose meat that evening from a remote hunting site to the village of Holy Cross. A party of hunters told the NTSB that they spent an hour loading 520 pounds of meat into the Piper Super Cub. Peltola then strapped a set of antlers to the plane's right side. The hunters and Peltola also discussed wind gusts above the airstrip just before he departed. A video of the takeoff at about 8.45 p.m. shows the plane veering right and leveling off, clearing a ridgeline before it crashed. The report says the hunters pulled Peltola from the crashed plane and sent a satellite signal for help. Peltola was initially talking and didn't feel pain, they told investigators, but he became less responsive and had no pulse about two hours later. An Alaska Air National Guard rescue team was sent from Anchorage, but had to refuel in McGrath. Rescuers didn't reach the site until about 1.50 a.m. the next morning. The report says NTSB investigators didn't find any immediate signs of engine failure. The next step, according to Johnson, is a closer look at the wrecked plane, which is no longer at the airstrip. The wreckage itself has now been removed and brought back to Anchorage, and we plan to revisit that, uh, that wreckage again to uh, begin the analytical part of the investigation. Johnson says NTSB meteorologists are planning to model weather conditions at the airstrip to estimate the strength of the wind gusts during the plane's takeoff. The results of an autopsy conducted on Peltola are also pending. The Alaska Longline Fishermen's Association announced this week that they were awarded $700,000 from the U.S. Department of Energy. As KFSK's Shelby Herbert reports, the new funding is intended to steer the commercial fleet away from their old diesel engines. The project is called the Alaska Longline Fishermen's Association Boat Energy Transition Accelerator, or Alpha Beta, and it's geared toward bringing hybrid and full electric engines to small boat fishing. The project will build off Alpha's work with the National Renewable Energy Labs in 2021, which plans to retrofit a Sitka-based 36-foot commercial fishing boat named Igata with a new hybrid engine. Linda Bankin is the executive director of the Alaska Longline Fishermen's Association. She couldn't be reached for comment, but in a written press release, Bankin said the new project will, quote, transition the fishing fleet toward clean energy, mitigate climate change, and ensure the long-term viability of Alaska's small boat fisheries. According to the release, it's not just the environment that'll benefit from the switchover. It could be a win-win for longliners and locals alike. The cleaner, more efficient engines should reduce operational costs and accelerate fleet performance. 
Alphabeta says it would leverage the new funds to work with Alaska businesses and academic institutions to create new jobs and promote tech innovation in Alaska's maritime sector. Longlining is a quota-based season, so many longliners use the windows of time when they're not longlining to work in other fisheries, like crabbing, gill netting, and even sea cucumber diving. So if the longlining vessels get a green update, it might also passively cover lots of other fisheries. However, upgrading and installing even one diesel motor could cost up to a quarter million dollars, depending on the boat. In Petersburg, I'm Shelby Herbert. This story has been changed to reflect that the vessel I Gotta is 36 feet long and has not yet been retrofitted with a new hybrid engine. That's it for the KHNS Local News. I'm Brandon Wilkes. You can find this story and learn how to access the KHNS News as a podcast at khns.org news. This is KHNS, Haines, Skagway, and Cluck One. <laughs>